0: Hello and welcome to Down to Earth, our new podcast at Hubbub. I'm Sarah Dival and over the rest of the series I'll be passing the mic to grassroots activists, communities and people that are working hard and making big changes for their neighbours and for the planet. Each episode will share a different story from a different voice across the UK and tell us about the unique ways they're working on improving social and environmental issues where they live we're going to meet the community leaders who are planting edible forests on rooftops, increasing representation in cycling and redistributing surplus food to their neighbours. Everyday people doing extraordinary things, showing how people and places can work together to inspire more sustainable ways of living. In today's episode, we're going to be finding out why food waste is such a big problem for the planet. We'll visit a community fridge to learn about how people are trying to reduce food waste on a local level, and we'll hear what big supermarkets are doing to address the issue across the supply chain. Let's jump in. All right,
1: what have we got in here? All right,
2: we've got to clear this out tonight.
3: Oh, what do you think about this cheese? What's the date? Um, mm, 2019. <laughs> oh,
0: yeah. Nobody likes throwing away food, but most of us know the feeling of buying an extra bag of salad only for it to wilt in the fridge.
3: Oh. oh, these look like they're about
0: to go off.
1: Yeah, recycle that
0: though. Of wanting to experiment with a new ingredient that we never get around to using, or of finding a sad sack of potatoes forgotten in the back of a cupboard.
3: Oh, oh my God, what is that?
0: Food waste is a major problem in the UK, and the average family of four throws away £720 a year of edible food. In a shared house of five, my flatmates and I find keeping on top of our fridge contents a challenge. We've got a lot of, like, half-open packets of cheese.
2: Yeah. Maybe we should... Sort them into a bag.
0: Yeah. So just buy one book at a time. There are a few reasons for this. Best before and used by dates can be confusing. We sometimes throw away things that are perfectly edible, trusting the dates over our sense of smell. Oh, no, I
1: wouldn't trust that.
2: No, 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 it's gone.
0: We are, as a nation, pretty far removed from the way that our food is grown. There's a huge amount of time and energy that goes into growing our food, as anyone who's actually ever tried growing their own will know. The less that we know about that process and how our food is grown, the more likely we might be to chuck it in the bin. As well as this, food prices in Britain are among some of the lowest in Europe, as big supermarket competition drives down prices. This makes it much more likely for people on higher incomes to view food as disposable. Oh no, this bottle of wine is definitely going to go off tonight. Yeah. We should finish
1: that.
0: Of course, not all food waste happens at home. Farmers can be left with tonnes of produce turned away by supermarkets because they're the wrong size or shape, and there are strict rules on when retailers have to take things off their shelves, meaning edible food that can't be sold can end up in the bin.
1: Well, this could be nice tonight. Some
0: All this food being thrown away creates big problems for the environment. But it can be hard for people to see the correlation between them binning potatoes and the global issue of climate change. But small things can have a big impact. Mitigating the 4.4 million potatoes wasted in the UK every day would have the same climate impact within a year of planting 5.4 million trees. This is because agriculture is pretty climate intensive. More than half of the planet's suitable land has been cultivated for crops. Worldwide, agriculture accounts for 70% of human freshwater consumption, and the raising of livestock is accountable for a big proportion of greenhouse gas emissions. Uh, I um, almost don't want to venture right into the back. It feels
3: like. <laughs> we probably should, though. The we Bermuda
0: Triangle of, of gone off food. Yeah. All of this there. is to say the way that ice. we produce food takes its toll on the environment. Throwing produce away means the energy, water and carbon that's been used to grow and transport it is wasted.
1: Sweet corn, I love sweet corn.
0: (laughs) The issue of food waste is set against the backdrop of worsening food poverty in the UK and a deepening divide as to who has access to fresh and healthy food. At the time of recording this, it's estimated that about 8.4 million people in the UK struggle to get enough to eat, And often in urban areas without large supermarkets, buying fresh food can be much more expensive. While reducing food waste won't fix food poverty, creating a food system that encourages us to value the food we buy, helps our food go further and makes sure that good food doesn't go in the bin, seems like a no-brainer.
1: Anything else, anything else?
0: one scheme that hubbub have kickstarted to try and reduce the environmental impact of food waste are community fridges a network of over 140 community fridges and counting from brixton to birmingham located in the heart of local communities in village halls churches local shops and more where anyone can share food and anyone can take it away These fridges, and the teams running them, are working to make communities more resilient, not only by sharing food, but also by becoming hubs that teach cooking and growing skills, provide inspiration on more sustainable living, and offer a chance for the people who use the fridge to make friends locally. But can a fridge really fix food waste? And how are they making a difference to the people who visit them? OK, okay. I think we're done with the fridge. Put it in the sweet, sweet food waste. Sweet, sweet food waste.
1: Well, that's much better. I feel better now. <laughs> Good
0: morning. How are you?
1: I'm very well, thank you. You waste
0: with me now? Meet Shanti Wartman, coordinator of the community-friendly fridge in High Wickham. Well, thanks so much for speaking to me, Shanti. I wonder if you could tell us just a little bit about what the community fridge is and how it works and so how you get the food from one place to another.
1: This is basically excess food redistribution process. We have uh, Marks & Spencer, Aldi, Lidl and the Tesco. These are the main supermarkets giving us their excess food. So Shanti, could you tell me what we can see in this corridor? Okay. Nikki. <laughs> Canada. They have a special app. We have set date and the time factor. So accordingly we will go and collect the food from them.
2: Do you want to see the principle of what we do from start to I would love to,
1: yeah. Once we okay, came over here with the whole food, we have to sort out first whether they are edible or not.
2: Hello, yeah, my name's Nick. I'm in control of the stock, what comes in. From the various organisations and charities. This is what we call the back room. On a Wednesday I sort out roughly four or five kgs of products. As you can see it'll be a pasta, a rice, there'll be soup, cakes, biscuits, cereal, porridge, beans. Then as we move forward then we get a combination of drinks which could be anything from soft drinks, bottled water, apple juice, one of them will probably go in the bag and then we also get other items coming in which then go into the freezer if need be which would be fruit and veg which may perish so I freeze that, that is then ready to be taken at any stage, then we have the two fridges which generally hopefully is full of cheese but various things like that OK, and then on the Wednesday, then stroke Thursday, that all gets coordinated in into these bags, which we had in the hallway, which is on a good day, I have 50 of these bags ready. So there will be a right mixture in there. That is then put in this corridor on a Thursday morning, ready for the guests to pick up. And they pick it up from the front doors it's under strict COVID rules. Sensible thing to do, even the last year we had no choice, because before they used to come in there and help themselves, but we've changed the format of that. And then they're happy, we're happy, and uh, we do it all again the next week. Oh, thank you. Morning, mate. Cheers, bro.
0: What's the aim of what you're doing with the Community Fridge in your community?
1: There are two things we are addressing mainly. First thing is excess uh, food redistribution. And second thing is eliminating, stigmatising people who are accessing food. There are a couple of organizations providing food, some are called food banks, we are called our one is a community fridge. So food banks, they need to have a referral system, they are in place. Based on their economic or social background, they have to refer to the food banks to access food. In our case, we don't have a referral system. No one needs to refer them to come and take the food. So in, in that case, we are just giving the opportunity to people to not to stigmatise because of their economic conditions. doesn't matter. Whichever the background you are coming, mm-hmm. you can take the food. So we've got Anna,
2: we got Sean, um, and some
1: people to pick up for us. Friends? I think it's good for everybody around here yep. because we, most, a lot of us who come to the fridge are on benefits. So it's harder to go out to the supermarkets and everywhere else because the shelves are empty of the good stock. And I love fruit, yeah, because I'm diabetic. I've got to have a, eat a lot of fruit, so it's good for me.
2: Christmas time, it was amazing. It meant we had a proper Christmas dinner. And I live in bed sits and I was able to cook Christmas dinner for other people and deliver it round all the studio flats because they supplied me with a big turkey and everything. And also, because I've got a car at the moment, <laughs> picking up for someone else today, as well as for myself, so especially the fresh produce from the allotment and that is fantastic. In fact, we're meant to be going up there to help out in a couple of weeks' time and plant potatoes, so I don't know how I feel after that. <laughs> but no, they're fantastic. They're a really nice, friendly face, always caring and asking about either our friends or other people. Yeah, it's a fantastic help.
1: Once they receive and they are saying, well, why are you giving this sort of good food to us? They feel like, and we are treating them very well and we are spoiling them. And they will keep on saying, don't spoil me by giving <laughs> the good food. And it's a jokey yeah, way they are saying, but in real terms, they are thoroughly enjoying because nobody is giving this sort of things to them. and. Uh, In our case, we are saying, why not? So we have to give more resources to people to understand their dignity and they they feel like they are worthy enough to receive. And very early stage, they didn't talk about the community or didn't tell anything to other people. Now they are saying because they feel like their friends and families can benefit from this particular project.
0: You were addressing the environmental issue of food waste in the... Social issue at the same time.
1: Yes, and uh, we developed the concept as a sharing and a looking after each other. Sharing concept is highly emphasizing and it's green to their mindset now. I like Christmas time. Christmas time, they give us a card. That means they're thinking about you. They the heart is in the right place, and my heart is in the right place. It's a small world we're living in. People don't help each other enough. I'm getting looked after. And thank you very much.
0: It sounds like it has kind of knock-on effects in the community. What's the kind of feedback that you've been getting from people who have been using the fridge and do you feel like it's made a kind of significant change to
3: people living in your community?
1: Significant change, yes.
3: My name's Natalie. I live across the road, right opposite the church. It's brought the community more together. I know a lot more people as well now because I've only lived here five years and before that I lived in London and I didn't even know my next-door neighbour in London, whereas here... I know people that live streets and streets away, you know, because people are offering food to each other, inviting people, saying, you know, do you need your cooked meal? You know, just because that the community is now pulling together. I think people look forward to, as well, on a Thursday, just that little bit of interaction of coming out of their house, they know on a Thursday, like, for me, I don't go into the town or anything a lot. So I always look forward to it on a Thursday. I know that I'm going to get that little bit of a half-an-hour chat sometimes. I come over and I might be here half an hour, just having a chin wag and talking to other people that are coming to the community fridge, seeing people, oh, how are you this week? You know, so-and-so might have had a bad leg. How's your bad leg? You know, just checking in on people and, you know, just keeping the community going.
1: Yeah, encouraging people to come to community fridge by walk rather than using private vehicles or so on. It helps to the carbon omission. In a bigger picture, people don't talk about this matter, but simply speaking, our guests are helping to the whole society. This project is totally environmental-based project. Now I just want to step in into the greener family and the carbon damage and things like that. I just want to talk to them. It takes time to understand, and uh, simply speaking, when it comes to food, people are just talk about the food. When I'm saying, you are helping to me, and they don't believe me, very early stage, <laughs> they were just smiling. They will keep on saying, you are helping me. I said, no, you are helping me. So then finally, we both parties recognize both of us are helping each other. Once we establish, now every town there, surrounding area, they're asking us, will you able to extend your community fridge in our town as well? And is that your plan for the future, that this
0: is something that you can operate in more towns or spread to more people around the UK?
1: Yes, we are thinking about offering more towns and hosting more community fridges and so. That option is always there. We are thinking about... To open a community refill shop, giving an affordability, price, and the quality product to people to access. So that's our next step. You're going to have a whole market by the end of this. That was our dream, actually, and why not? Let me get the job for you.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> You're listening to Down to Earth, a podcast by Hubbub. I loved meeting Shanti and it was incredible to hear about the difference that she's making in her local community, using food as a way to bring people together and help introduce ideas of sharing and sustainability within her neighbourhood. There are over 140 community fridges across the UK and a lot of them are expanding to host workshops, deliver veg boxes and launch refill shops becoming so much more than just a fridge. So if you want to find out where your closest one is, or you can start your own, head to our website, www.hubbub.org.uk. The experiences and stories of people using the High Wycombe fridge show how clear the benefits of food redistribution are. But I was also keen to look at the issue of food waste on a bigger scale. 98% of our shopping in the UK takes place in supermarkets. And big stores shape the way that we buy and think about food. We wanted to speak to a retailer to find out how food waste has become such a big issue. And how retailers and governments are working together with food organisations
3: and customers to create change. So there's two elements to why food waste is a problem for climate impacts. How we dispose of it and also just the fact that we are creating too much and taking too many resources to create food that then ends up going in the bin. This is Catherine Dishington. I'm an Environment and Sustainability Officer at Co-op and I work in the food business and part of my role is to look at preventing food waste and reducing it by making sure that edible food goes to people who need it.
0: When food gets thrown away in your rubbish bin, it creates methane, a powerful greenhouse gas that traps heat 28 times more effectively than carbon dioxide and is a leading cause of climate change. Since 11% of the greenhouse gases created by the food system are caused by waste, reducing or eliminating it altogether could mean a major climate impact. Growing food is also a really energy intensive process. It takes a lot of land, water, fertiliser, and transport to keep the global food system moving, all of which is wasted if food just goes in the bin. But whilst food waste is a global issue with tentacles in every part of the food supply chain, RAP, a charity working to reduce waste in the UK, Estimates that of the food waste we can track,
3: about 70% of it happens in UK homes. My personal ambition is to really tackle that prevention and preventing food waste, and to share best practice around ways that we can really prevent food waste happening in the first place.
0: As well as being one of the largest supermarket chains in the UK, Co-op also has a strong commitment to supporting communities and has two funds set up to support grassroots organisations and local areas that need a bit of extra investment. Catherine spends her time looking at the logistics of the Co-op supply chain, working with farmers and depots to make sure that there's as little produce wasted as possible before it gets on the shelf in shops. She also focuses on working out how to help customers waste less when
3: they take their food home. There's never one particular reason, because there's so many different types of products and food that we have in the house, but it could be that people are buying too much of a particular ingredient and not managing to use it before. It becomes inedible. It could be that people aren't able or not aware of the best way to store food, so you might not have enough room in your freezer or you might not realise that you can freeze part of a product that you've opened, therefore preventing yourself from wasting it. So it's around encouraging people to buy the right amount and then store correctly and feel the confident that they can freeze and unfreeze, defrost and reuse.
0: This is a big issue for the government and for the international community – Catherine spoke about the importance of having global standards as so many parts of the supply chain move across lots of different countries. I wanted to find out what the government were doing to support businesses like Co-op.
3: We're going through some consultations with DEFRA at the moment about the next steps.
0: If you're not sure who DEFRA are, they're the Department for Environment, Food and Rural Affairs. So they'll be the people working on any regulations around food waste.
3: And it's the right time for government to wrap this work into something that is perhaps regulatory, whether that's just a mandatory reporting ask or something more, because that will keep the momentum up. So I think that's been a really progressive and positive journey on food waste so far and hopefully we will continue to together to make the right steps to keep the momentum up. So
0: who's responsible for the reduction of food waste? And why is the action of government and big supermarkets
3: so important when so much of the food waste is happening at home? We're designed to create the best product and bring that to the customer and it should never be going to waste. No matter what people might think, that some foods are quite cheap or that they feel that it's a throwaway thing, it isn't. The amount of thought and dedication that goes into every kind of product on the shelf... We really need to prevent that food waste happening. For the co-op, it's really that angle around edible food waste. You know, the thought that as a retailer that's so dedicated to good food being shared with our communities that any edible food waste is ending up in the bin is just not acceptable.
0: Alongside the national and global work supermarkets and governments are doing, there's a lot of ways that we, the public, can make a difference at home. From reducing the amount of food we throw away to getting a compost or a food waste bin so that food scraps don't go to landfill. We can also support the organisations making the most of surplus food. There are loads of them around the UK from people like Olio who are encouraging neighbours to share food and Fair Share who are working to feed families across the UK. Have a look around in your local area. You might even have a community fridge near you or an organisation that
3: could use your help. It's so fundamental. We all have to eat to live and we're all very conscious at the moment of people moving into positions where they might be being made redundant. They might have lots of pressure on their household income. So the fact that people can't access food as easily just brings the whole issue, the complete issue, to the forefront. It's not morally right that food gets wasted.
0: I've definitely come on my own food waste journey since I've started learning more about these issues. But I think the pandemic has been the thing which has allowed lots of us to take stock of what we're buying and what we're throwing away. Hearing the stories of the people using the community fridge in High Wycombe has really driven home for me the human cost of allowing good food to end up in the bin. Reducing food waste and making sure that we share food around isn't just a vital step in the fight against climate change, but also a way to support the people around us at a time when they might need it the most. If you're tired of throwing away wilted veg, there's lots of things that you can do today to make a change. A turning point for me was starting to plan my meals, as well as learning how to store and freeze things before they went off. And if you do have any food in its original, unopened packaging that you're not going to use, why not take it down to your local community fridge? so much to Shanti and Nick for showing us around their community fridge in High Wycombe, to Catherine for taking the time to talk to us and to you, our listeners for tuning in You've been listening to Down to Earth with me, Sarah Dival If you liked the episode then why not leave us a review on Apple Podcasts? You can subscribe to the series on iTunes Spotify or wherever you normally listen to your podcasts If you want to find out more about community fridges or if you have a story to share, you can follow us on Instagram at hellohubbub or drop me an email at sarah@hubbub.org.uk. We'd love to hear from you. This has been a Boomshakalaka production. The producer for this series is Eva Krisiak. Until next time, goodbye.